a little bit mad yet. Listeners, don't give your cows cancer. Oh, God, I'm so vain. Anyways. Hi, beloved listener. Julia here. I'm going to start this episode out by just admitting it. Coming clean, the terrible audio quality is all Taylor's fault. And it can be interesting at times, but bear with us. I promise things get better in the next few episodes when she finally gets her shit together and buys a mic. Taylor, get on it. This episode was actually initially recorded as the first half of a much, much longer one. The second part is our next episode all about friendship and friend breakups, but in this one, please appreciate our pop culture discussions that we get much too excited about. Enjoy the show. First, we have some catching up to do because it has been a little while. Don't mind me, folks. This computer is Hey, you need to have something to sustain you. Well, what are you eating pizza? What are you drinking? Lacrosse. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um, I have had a hell of a day, so I'm having a beer. Like, I hardly ever am actually drinking on the podcast. I wish I was drinking. I found an empty cider bottle next to my coffee table, and I was like, can I really leave that? And then I had to say, like, the Archer line of, like, that's why we can't have nice things. That's how you get ants. Yeah, that is how you get ants. <laughs> I don't know. I must have been really revved up after the last episode of Sherlock, because I just left my empty cider bottle on the floor <laughs> in my living room and peaced out. But it was empty. I checked to see if there was any remnants. That's how desperate I am for alcohol. We just literally don't have any because I like had an aneurysm or something at Trader Joe's last night and forgot to buy wine. Wow. So what are you even thinking? Because this is oh yes, this is an episode of Wine and Sentences. Um, it is. Welcome. <laughs> you do need to have wine. Although I'm not drinking wine, so guess I can't talk. Wine is, guys. Wine is like a mindset. You know. The wine and the wine and sentences. It's a, it's a being. It's a, it's about, you know, it's it represents all alcohol, really. I think that we've just found our first merch. Um, wine is a mindset. <laughs> Ooh. I like it. Mm. <laughs> Let's start making some money here. Seriously. <laughs> sweet, sweet podcast money. I literally just spent so much money on a haircut. I actually hate myself. But How much you know did what? you spend on a haircut? Tell and me. $80. Holy sh. Taylor it's really hard to have curly hair like to find someone that knows what they're doing and will dry cut your hair you know like when it's dry not wet mm-hmm. and then also I would pay $80 just for head massage like she must have some training you know like I swear I heard her like giggling at me a little bit because I was probably falling asleep or something <laughs> just drooling quietly yeah. in the chair oh my god it felt so good that sounds fantastic. I, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of not having a haircut, and it is terrible. I it's, was at six months, and it was. Uh, <laughs> she's like, "What do you want to do about this section?" Like she was like trying to be so nice, like just <laughs> just take it all off. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that section that looks like a poodle because there's so many layers built on top of each other from growing out awkwardly." Oh my god! I try to go every four months, but. I wasn't working for a few months, so I couldn't justify spending $80 on a haircut. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's rough. Like, I just this week have started ha- having uh, 
started having paychecks like coming in consistently for a couple weeks right. now and yeah. so I, I've, I've, I've gone a little off the deep end I was like wait I can just buy those really squishy yeah. comfy rugs that are kind of like sheepskin from TJ Maxx but oh they God, only I cost $20 this. and now I have like and I have two and we have one that's just on our couch now as like that's our new upholstery and oh I love those I have the I have the two big white pillows of those, that version, but yes. I got it Marshall, Marshall's, I think. Yeah, those Marshall's. are amazing. Yeah. You got, I got two for $19.99, folks. That's nice. a steal. That is a steal. They're so fuzzy. I just like to fall asleep on them. Yeah, so now I'm rocking. I have a new fuzzy blanket. I have my old fuzzy blanket. I have a fuzzy rug. I'm sitting on a fuzzy sheepskin rug on a chair. Uh, I've got that other one in the living room. It's just, yeah, I went a little yeah. crazy. That's like our house, too. I'm sitting on a fuzzy blanket on our that I have draped on our couch right now, too. And we have one on our bed. But the cats like it so much, so it's an excuse for me. I'm like, here, the cats really find it comforting when there's <laughs> something fuzzy. It's just like them. It's just like them. It's like they have more friends. Yeah. One of them threw up on my fuzzy blanket the other day. Ew. Gross. My cat was so sick. Like, you missed a lot. <laughs> my cat was... I felt so bad for her. She was Aww. so sick. She could not stop shitting herself. And by shitting herself, I mean shitting herself lifeless. Like, Aww. on my couch, on <laughs> the floor, um, everywhere. Everywhere you can shit yourself. And she threw up on our windowsill. Like, she was just having a horrible few days. We had to take her to the vet. She had to get one of those, like, subcutaneous saline injections under the skin. They had, like, a big camel hump on their back. She was dehydrated. Aww. Oh my god, I felt so bad for her, and she was so scared. But she's all right now. So you're a kitty. I didn't know kitties like just got under the weather like that. I don't know I what. Guess... She, I think she got into something, honestly. Oh yeah. I don't know what though, because I keep everything pretty hidden away from them because they're devils. <laughs> Oh, you just don't appreciate it. That's why I bought all these furry rugs is because I'm compensating for not being able to have cats. Oh, yeah. So I do I do just sit there and pet them. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I have so cats and I do that to pillows, so it's that weird. <laughs> okay, good. I'm done. <laughs> I'm glad I have your approval. Yeah. Um, oh, my oh God. also, I would just like to note, so I have a friend who's staying the night tonight because um, she's on a road trip and she's on her way through Bozeman and... I did clean some, mm-hmm. um, and the apartment looks better than it has since we've lived here because we, like, mostly moved in and then just kind of stopped because we both got really busy. Um, and so now it looks a lot better, but I still just have this pile of clothes in my office, and there's nowhere for them to go. Like, there's mm-hmm. no room in the closet. I don't. I could fold them neatly, but that's like they're only going to get disgusting in a huge pile again in a second. So I think that's just my new embrace. I'm just embracing that organizational system. That's Garrett right now. He doesn't have a dresser still, and we've lived here for about a <laughs> yeah, about a month. Still no dresser, still no bookcase. Like, if you open the closet across from me right now in our living room, it's just boxes of linens and books. We haven't even fully unpacked yet. I can't be bothered. It's so stressful. It is. It's, like, it's stressful to have everything in boxes, but then once you get to the point where you can live with all of your day-to-day things unpacked, yeah. then it's just like, ugh, now I, this is a project. Now I have to do this thing. Yeah, uh, I don't even have any art on the walls yet. I have nothing on the walls. 
Yeah, I put art up pretty quick just because it makes me really uncomfortable to not have art up because yeah, that's what makes me feel moved in. Also, though, our walls are very splotchy. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like, let's see how we can cover up the splotches best. Yes, yes. I, I weirdly, like, I do love wall art. Um, I don't hate it. It's very clean to me because our house is very, like, all white everything like we have white cabinets we have like gray quartz counters we have like everything is the walls are like a they're not true white I would say they're kind of like a grayish color mm-hmm. that they've done but everything like all the fixtures are white so to me it just looks really clean oh that's nice but I do need to find stuff I keep hearing everyone talking about Disenio, just this website where you can get really cheap prints and I looked around there a little bit, and they do have really good deals, and they're beautiful prints, and they're all, it'll tell you at the bottom, like, these work with an Ikea frame. Oh. So, I, yeah, I have an Ikea collage frame that takes five by sevens, and so there's, like, some vertical, some horizontal, and it's, like, already built to be a collage, you know, shape. And so mm-hmm. I just need to fill that, and I think I'm going to put that in the kitchen, but I just can't be bothered to spend more money right now. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really the clincher. Um, on that note, I do have a Carpocalypse update because apparently Ooh. this is becoming a theme <laughs> in my life is that things fall off my car. Um, I don't remember if this was in the last episode that uh, was beautiful and perfect in every way. It really we, was. Uh, don't have the recording. Sorry, uh, but it's okay. Taylor, your <laughs> fault. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but so my car recently, I was driving down the freeway, um, noticed something sticking out to the side of my driver's side mirror, um, pulled off at my exit and pulled over and, uh, saw that the entire wheel well, uh, casing was, the plastic casing was coming off. So then I tried to wrench it all the way off. Um, but I got all, like it was halfway off. I got it all but the very end off and it was too solidly on there um I couldn't get it I didn't have a knife I didn't have like a screwdriver to like bore holes through and just tear it um anyway so I went over off to to target um bought some gardening shears and finally cut it all the way off so that's been off for a little while but then today what Mm. happened I was I was procrastinating. I needed to have worked eight hours today, and so far I've worked like two hours and fifteen minutes. So, um, but uh, I was procrastinating by going shopping <laughs> with West. Um, we were in the Costco parking lot. We ate. We, we had a shade parking spot, so we sat in our in the car and um, ate food in the shade. It was, was beautiful, it a hot dog? serene. I did have a Polish sausage. Yeah, he oh, had a sandwich. Me. I want to eat a hot so dog. Good. Aren't you vegan right now? Come on. Yeah, I am. But I would break my vegetarianism for a Costco hot dog. Well, they're they're pretty magical. Um, and then we started driving, and we heard a weird thump, like we'd hit something, but there was nothing. <laughs> we were just in the middle of the road. Like, there was nothing to hit. So we were like, well, that's weird, okay? And, like, we noticed an employee was kind of looking at us funny. Like, a mm-hmm. Costco employee was walking through the parking lot and, like, really staring at us weird. We are like, that's very strange. Okay. So we just kept driving, drove home, got out of the car, 
someone had hit my car in the Costco parking lot, scraped the rear passenger bumper, and taken off the tail light. So when I got back to my house, the tail light was dangling from the wires like an eyeball out of its socket. Oh my god. And what they had done, they had put it back up into the car. So West the thump walked, was it falling out? The thump was it falling out from where they put it because it was just hanging there all the way home. Fortunately, we didn't get pulled over, but I feel right. like that's a pretty good excuse. Like, I'm sorry, uh, hit and run. Um, yeah, so we got home, called Costco. They don't have surveillance cameras in their uh, parking lots, which is a bummer because, like, obviously my car is shit anyway, so I don't have yeah. comprehensive insurance. So it's taped currently. Fortunately, <sighs> the light still works. Oh. But, yeah, West had walked behind my car. Um, to get into the driver's side after he'd opened my door and, like, hadn't noticed because of how well they'd put it up there. But he had kicked a piece of, like, red glass on the ground and mm-hmm. noted that and been like, oh, somebody lost a taillight and oh, hadn't noticed no. that there was a triangle missing from my brake light. Oh, I was, I'm so mad because it's like, this is my problem with this car. It's like, it's so sh- at this point no one even know even we didn't notice when there was something new wrong with it like there's a bunch of new scratches in the bumper you can totally see once you look at it like oh shit yeah someone clearly clearly hit it oh, oh. i'm so sorry that's such I'm a just... what a... wouldn't what? leave at least a note what or pretend to leave a note like if i had seen the oh i'm just standing here because other people are looking at me pretending to leave a note at least then it's like okay right. but this well, is just like you're already on the car you're already touching the car you're already putting the light you knocked out back into the car so people see you near the car so you might as well leave a note yeah exactly Oh, it's just so aggravating. Well, why didn't so that aggravating. Was like, you know, this watching I'm, him leave you a note. I know, I right? That. Like, if I saw we someone the do that and then not oh. leave a note, I would have left you a note if I saw him do that. You know, Absolutely. Written his license. But we were like off in the back corner of the Costco parking lot to get that oh. shade spot. So I'm thinking maybe there wasn't anyone around. Yeah. But. I don't know. It's just so annoying. It's just so annoying how shitty people are. Because this is the second hit and run that's happened to this car since I've owned it. And it's just like, uh, I'm just so ready to have a car where it's like, I don't have to explain anything to anybody. So, like, if somebody else is driving my car, I don't have to say, like, oh, be sure to pause between second and third or it will grind gears. And, like, oh, the turn (laughs) signal doesn't click off and, (laughs) like, all this stuff. I just don't want to have to explain it. And I don't – I want it to be – decent enough that like either I do have comprehensive insurance or somebody would feel bad enough if they hit it to actually right. leave a f-ing note. That's <sighs> if you had an like, Audi, they would have left it out. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. somebody with an Audi would have come after them. Uh-huh. All I had was like a quick call to Costco and no service. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's funny because I was just coming into the parking garage here and my brakes have been doing this really weird thing, which Garrett finally noticed. I've been trying to tell him this for months. When I hit my brakes, my car goes like, <laughs> I'm like, that Garrett, that's not normal. Like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm like afraid to go like ask because then I literally can't afford another car. So like, do I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to know this information if it's bad because I literally can't afford for this car to die on me right now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
No, I definitely understand that because I was, I mean, like it's getting to the point where it freaks me out to drive it. Yeah. Just because it's like something else is going to go wrong while I'm driving. And I really don't want it to be the brakes. Like, really, really don't want it to be the brakes. Even if I'm borrowing money, even if I'm taking out a loan or borrowing money from my parents or whatever to buy a new car, it's still money that I don't have to pay back. Right. So. My cousin had to end up doing that because her car, her Honda is such a piece of shit that like literally um, her younger sister, my younger cousin was like... We started to go up a hill, and halfway up, Cody was like, just kidding. <laughs> she had to just, like, turn, like, get in the other lane and go back on the hill because it couldn't go up hills anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, my grandma moved, and she was like, you should come visit us. And Cody's like, legit, my car can't even go up the hill to, <laughs> to your house. Like, I don't know what to say. And then, like, I've been in the car with her before, and she's like, hold on one second. She has to, like, run across the front and just, like, pound the hood, and then the, like, the... The light will turn on. Her headlight will turn on. Oh, my God. It was like a cartoon. So eventually my, my grandparents helped her out and helped her get a, a, a nicer used car. A newer, nicer yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she, like, sent me a Snapchat of her old one being towed away. And she was like, see you later, you piece of shit. Oh, my God. That car was, I mean, everyone made fun of her. But I was like, hey, she bought it with her own money. It got her where she needed to go. Was it a piece of shit? Obviously. But, you know, everyone's got to go through that at some point. Yep, and that's definitely where I am right now. Uh, <laughs> it's like, fortunately, mine's still pretty mechanically sound, mostly, for yeah. the most part, generally speaking. Knock on wood. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, if, if things are falling off of it as I'm driving, it's just... And then I'm, but then I'm looking at cars and I'm like, whoa, 2007. I don't know if I can afford a car that new. And I'm like, wow, that's 10 years old. That's 10 years old. That's a bit too bougie for me. Sorry. I can't do 2003. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, I don't even know. 2000s, man. Ugh. Oh, seriously. You're telling me I date someone whose car is a 2011. Every time I sit in them, like luxury, <laughs> like there's seat warmers, Julia. My ass is warm when I leave Garrett's car. It's amazing. I, yeah, I had a coworker complaining because she was like, "Yeah, I need a new car. Mine's getting kind of old. It's a it's a 2013." And I was like, "My car's a 1996, so I want a you to 2013." Yeah, I was like, "That's not that's old. brand new." Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Even Haley's car, her newer Honda, she got a 2013, and I'm like, "Luxury." It's like a built-in <laughs> navigation system. I don't think Garrett's is like that. His is like. Not quite, you know, 2011 is not quite new enough for that, mm -hmm. but he does have the digital radio, so you push a screen to change the radio station. Oh man, oh man, and you, there's like a little knob screen. and a fake radio line comes up for like a tuning line. Oh geez, yeah, and then That's it has a panoramic sunroof. It's like crazy, crazy guys, I don't even understand it. It's so crazy. I wow. get scared when I drive it because I think I'm going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you he has comprehensive, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So he there you go. It's fine. <laughs> comprehensive mean. is magic, man. I dream of the days. Oh, man. I think even I have comprehensive insurance. My car is almost as old as yours. Mine's a 2000. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't really know if it's worth it for you to have comprehensive insurance, but um, good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I was getting it, I was looking at like the cost difference 
it was like, well, and also my car is a salvage title, so I'm really not sure if it's even like if I would get any money because presumably oh. once they've the, an insurance company has ruled that it's totaled, why would they keep giving you money for it? True. So I don't know. So I don't know. Probably maybe yours is still it's still worth it. But. <laughs> yeah, mine was bought new. Yeah. Lulu, I swear to God, guys. Okay, I'm going to get highlights in, like, three weeks. Really? For the first time ever. Like, you know I've never colored my hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the prices, and I kind of also want to throw up. How much is it going to cost? Well, I don't know if mine's going to be a partial foil or a full head. I would say mm-hmm. partial. Because I don't, you know what I mean? I don't you want, don't like, want a the whole... ton of highlight. Yeah. But both of them are described as highlight or low light. Mm. I think I would do partial because I don't want a ton. But yeah. it's like 95 to 125. Yeah, hair coloring is expensive. It is expensive. That's why also why I've never done it. Mm-hmm. But I figure, like she was saying, if you don't want to keep it up, just let it grow out because ombre is so popular that mm. no one would even notice that you had grow out. Yeah, that's nice. Because people are already like, oh, they want their roots to show. They want the highlights at the end of their hair. So, whatever. But I'm like, I have enough. I've saved money away. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, you have to do something to treat yourself every once in a while. Otherwise, life is just depressing. That's so true. I just make myself feel so guilty, and I don't know why. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't deserve highlights. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, I think... It's, like, a thing I need to get over, like, a fear of, which mm-hmm. I've, like, been thinking about it a lot lately. And then I just, like, I'm just going to ask her what she would do if she did it when I was there today. And she said a non-red, because that was, like, something I was afraid of, is that, like, dark hair can get really brassy or, like, orange mm-hmm. if it turns the wrong way. And so it's, like, a no-red, so it's, like, dark, woodsy brown mm-hmm. highlights, which is exactly what I wanted. So... I'm scared, but I don't know why I'm so scared of dyeing my hair. I think I was, like, afraid of damage, but the way she described how she does it and everything, I feel like she, I mean, she's a genius, so it's probably going to be fine. I definitely understand how you feel, though. I mean, that's why I've never colored my hair, because it's, like, I I like it well enough the way it is. What if it doesn't come back to that? (laughs) You have, like, dimension in your hair, though, in my opinion. Like, your hair is not flat, completely one color. Like, you have some, like... If the sun is hitting your hair, to me, you have some, like, color differentiation in your hair. Oh, yeah, for, certainly. Yeah, the sun the sun does its own does its own thing there. And for me, like, if the sun's on my hair, to me, my hair is one color. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I want, like, for summer, I want to have at least one other color put into my hair. Because I just, like, even when I do a braid, it just kind of disappears into my hair. It doesn't stand out the way, like, a blonde braid would, where it has all the different colors in it. Right. So, I'm just going to see if I like it. And if I don't, I'll kill myself because I spent a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> oh God, what have I done? Oh, I it'll all be great. I think it'll be just fine. Being a woman's real guys. Yeah, it is. Oh gosh, I I I want like a I had a like I am woman hear me roar moment with a, this a kid that I work with or like I don't know if it's a kid I can't remember who it was it was one of the guys and they're younger than I am like in their early twenties or late teens I was I was like yeah I'm glad hair doesn't grow on my face it seems like a pain in the 
ass to deal with. And he was like, yeah, but at least I don't have to shave my legs. And I was like, well, I don't have to shave my legs. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely a choice. Um, And he was like, oh, well, yeah, as long as you don't want to scare the kids, like, coming on tours. And I was like... Uh, they have to learn someday that, like, everybody is different, so why not today? Right. <laughs> like, come on. Really? <laughs> Are we having this argument? This is 2017. Come on. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the thing. Like, have you seen on Twitter this whole <laughs> – let's go into our internets. Have you seen on Twitter there's this woman that posted that was, like – she gave women a challenge, and it was to agree with a male's compliment of you. Oh, really? And see their reaction. And you would not believe how people on Twitter are responding. So, like, if a man compliments you, agree with him. Instead of, like, going, oh, you know, that's not true. Or, like, oh, but really I'm like this. Or just say, thanks, I think so, too. (laughs) And see what they do. And, like, the responses were crazy. This one guy complimented this girl's hair or something like that, I think. And he was like, yeah, I really like your hair. And she said, thanks, I really like it too. And he said, whoa, calm down. Don't make me like it less. Dick. Yeah. Like, all the responses were like that, which basically means that men only really think it's okay to compliment you if it's a compliment you're not aware of. Yeah. Because that's the whole, that's the thing behind it. It's like, I'm doing you a favor. You yeah. Know, like, I'm Only tight. if you don't know this about yourself. If you think badly about this thing about yourself, then I can compliment you on it. God, I hope I have the presence of mind to do that the next time I'm awkwardly catcalled. Like, in a, like, too close proximity way, not just from a car or something. Right. That wouldn't yeah. play. But, yeah. Like, because I always just say something insulting to the car. I usually don't. I usually just say you and roll my eyes. Which Garrett says is very forceful. You know, in a mall, like, maybe this is a me thing, but I, like, no matter what mall I go to, like, black men are attracted to me. Even if I look disgusting. Like, one time I went with a fever and I was literally perspiring and I was still hit on. And I was like, this is too, like, no. And my response is I'm always just like, ew. And I just roll my eyes at them, really obviously. And Garrett's like, that's kind of like, I mean, that's pretty forceful. I'm like, well, what are I supposed to, like, pat them on the back? and Yeah, you know, like, like, you know, better luck next time. What I really want to say is, when has this line ever once worked for you? Yeah, right? When has any woman ever turned around and been like, me? Oh, my God. Wow. You know what? That is so flattering. When, when can we go on a date? When has that ever once happened for you? That's my question. If you can point her out to me right now, I will go on a date with you. But I bet you can't point her out. That is what perturbs me the most. I don't get catcalled in person. I get, like, people yell things from cars rudely Mm. uh, very infrequently. So um, it's not something I'm usually prepared for. I usually just yell, suck a dick, or suck my dick, preferably. Um, But don't usually get a reaction because they're (laughs) They're driving away in that direction. (laughs) Exactly. And the thing is, is even when you do roll your eyes and say, you. And I mean, I I try not to stereotype, but I feel like as a black woman, I can make this commentary about black men. Black men. And not to say I haven't been hit on appropriately by a black man, because I have been. But the majority of what I'm seeing young black men doing today, like, what are you doing? Brothers, you are making fools out of yourselves. Do not talk about my ass looking good in any sort of pant form, sweatpants, whatever I'm wearing. That is not a way 
to my brain, which is actually what you're trying to win over. Because I already give my heart pretty freely. So really, you have to win the respect of my mind. And that's not the way to do it. And then when you say, like, ew, gross, they're like, oh, come on, baby. Like, what? I'm walking away from you. Already, I've told you you're gross to your face. And now (laughs) you're getting mad at me because you hit on me at a mall that you hang out at on a Tuesday afternoon. Which is pretty embarrassing when you get right down to it. Yes. And, like, what is your education level? Because I guarantee it's not mine. (laughs) If you're hanging out at a mall on a Tuesday afternoon for fun, I'm there to pick up something. What are you there for? Oh, God. It's so frustrating. Can you tell this frustrates me? I I mean, I'm getting an inkling. It is frustrating. It's stupid. (laughs) Men, show some damn respect. I'm a highly educated woman. And yes, I look good. But that is not the way to approach any lady, no matter what she, if she's ugly or pretty or in between or has a high school education or no education or a master's or a PhD, that's not the way to approach any woman. Sheesh. It just might be easier if she has no education. <laughs> well, and that's what, what really gets me, though, is it's it's not so much the, like, yeah, it's a rude thing to do, but people are rude all the time, you know? Yeah. What really gets me is how illogical it is. Yes. It's like, if someone cuts me off in traffic, okay, like, maybe they're in a hurry, or maybe they didn't see me, or maybe they're just a dick, you know, whatever. Right. But it's like, you are coming into this interaction with presumably an end goal of getting in my pants. Why do right. you think that that approach is going to be successful? Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and I think, too, like, Sometimes I think <laughs> I think women are overly aware of our attractiveness ratio to another man's. Like I would never walk up to Bradley Cooper and be like, "Hey." Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. know your place in the world. And I think like I don't think men I think men think a lot higher more highly of themselves than women do because they're taught to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so men think they could get anybody. But women are taught that you should really stay in your lane and know, like, what's too good for you and what's too bad for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, a lot of the time, like, even who I am approached by, I'm like, sir, you're missing a tooth. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not for sale, sir. Like, you literally need to see a dentist. Do I look like someone who would date someone with no tooth? <laughs> like, that wasn't in a tragic accident. Say, you know, if Garrett lost his tooth tomorrow, would I break up with him? Obviously not. But if he had approached me with a missing tooth, would I probably have gone on a date with him? No. <laughs> like, ugh. Things like that to me are just like, do you assess your situation before you enter into a conversation? Apparently not. Apparently not. I think that's not. the problem. Like, <laughs> oh man. Guys, love men. I do. But, um,. It's hard out there in the streets. Single ladies, man, I feel for you. Like, to the fact that I'm not dating, I'm so happy about that. Mm-hmm. Especially in today's day and age. Like, I the Tinder crap, like, no. Single ladies, I'm going to pour one out for you because that's some real shit. Yeah, that's for damn sure. I don't even, even want to think about that. It just seems all very stressful and everybody seems very stupid. 
Yes. And gross. Like, no. I just don't like other people very much either, so I would I would be a horrible single person. So um, let's hope they're ever. <laughs> I mean, ooh, I die alone. I have my cats though. Hey, yeah, being alone is fine. <laughs> It'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine. Not complaining. Garrett, I mean, put it out there. I'd be okay. But I wouldn't have to get my legs off. There's a lot of bonuses to being alone, ladies. Mm-hmm. Right. I have to say, I mean, I do think we put a little too much emphasis on romantic love in our culture, which is, oh, look at that segue. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Segue into the topic of the day. Um, oh, wait, but first, okay, we'll just pretend that I we put that that's, we'll just switch things around the magic editing fairies will. And so let's talk about what we're, uh, what have you been watching and reading really quick? Oh. Okay, well, I'll talk about the thing I watched most recently. Okay. Sherlock. Do you watch Sherlock? I do, but I'm really behind. Is there a new season? It's on Netflix now, season okay. four. Um, we watched it over three days because Garrett refuses to binge watch anything. So it was very painful for me. But let me just say, they're not sure they're going to do a season five because the um, Benedict Cumberbatch and what's his name? Martin, something or other. Mm-hmm, whatever his name. Yeah. I can't remember his last name. But they always are doing movies. They're, it's so hard for the um, the writer and director to get them together to make this, that they're like, we're not sure if this is the last one, but if it is, we're really happy with the ending. And I was like, okay. And can I just say, the last episode was the best episode I've ever seen of Sherlock. Ooh. I was on the edge. I was, I probably bruised Garrett. I was gripping his arm so hard. It was so suspenseful. You're on the edge of your seat the whole episode, and the ending was so satisfying that if it's over, like, I'm totally okay with that. It was, like, if you're not watching Sherlock, people, if you're not a cumber bitch, what are you doing with your life? Go to Netflix right now and dedicate, you know, just 90 minutes of your time for one episode. <laughs> They're really long episodes, but... It's so worth it because it's it's like there's not TV like that really anymore, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where it's like a murdery mystery kind of thing. And it's not CSI at the same time. It's totally mm-hmm. a separate entity, in my opinion. And it's just so nice. And I do love a good bromance. I just do. Oh, man, you really can't beat it. Yeah, I'll have to get back to Sherlock because I love the first couple seasons. And then I just stopped watching because I, I don't know. I'm, I have a short attention span. I because I just watched the first episode of House of Cards for the first time. Yesterday. Yeah, I love that show. I mean, I enjoy the actors who are in it, and mm-hmm. like I enjoy the format of the show. But man, I don't know. Political shows right now just are. It's a little of, extra. It's just like it's it's too soon, you know. Yeah. Like we just we're already watching a grand horrifying political show. Um, and I don't know if how far I'll make it in this, but maybe it'll be a good escape from our political realities. Maybe right. Be good. I don't know, but yeah. I've I've tried. Garrett wants me to like it so much because he loves it so much, and I've watched the first episode like two or three times with him, mm-hmm. and it, every time I'm like, I'm sorry, like I just don't care about this white man's problems. <laughs> like also, I just know. The tone of the show and I feel like we have a similar thing like how you were with Mad Men where it's like a bunch of like schmutzy guys that are just like abusive towards women and like 
we have enough of that in the world, like what you're saying. I don't feel like I need to watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes it's sometimes it can be interesting, but sometimes it's just like, mm, that's enough, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm sure one day I will watch it because like it's a huge thing in um, pop culture and I hate to miss out on that, as you know. I love to be deep, deep, deep into pop culture, but I've tried three times. I just can't get into it. Ugh, Frank Underwood, I'm sorry. It doesn't help that every time I sit down for an extended period of time with the lights low, I start to fall asleep. Oh, girl, me too. (laughs) It happens as you get older. I used to make fun of my mom. Now I'm like, oh, I just missed the end of that show because I was asleep. Yep, I understand now. Mm. It totally happens. Like, the older you get, man, the lights go out. If If I am horizontal and the lights are out... My body thinks I'm supposed to be asleep. That's all there is to that. But, like, I can, it's not like I can just be seated. Like, I can't sit up and watch something. I just get mm. too uncomfortable, so I need to lay down, and then I yeah. know it's coming. Yeah. No escaping. Well, what have you been reading? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I've been reading a book <laughs> about the science of speleology. Um, it's pretty exciting. Oh. Uh, but, no, I've really been reading nothing. It's all I can do to get all my work done, which I usually don't, because I do things like procrastinate by going to Costco and then having somebody hit my car, so. <laughs> it was kind of karma, maybe. <laughs> ha- karma, first of all. Ouch. Um, and <laughs> then, um, yeah, probably was. <laughs> Maybe that's a lesson I should be learning. It's like, you want a new car? Well, then stop go spending, going to spend money that you shouldn't be spending, Julia, when you should be working. Literally, that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. I just have to believe in it. Like, every time I get all, you know, like that, something will just snap me right back down. So I just have to believe karma is a real thing. Yeah. But, what have you been yeah. reading? Have you finished I, your your... A head banging against the wall uh, Zoella book books yet Girl. Potions Diaries is back on the shelf I got about I'm going to say three chapters in and I never desert a book like it is a thing with me like I will stick through to the bitter end like a Billy and me situation I hung in there with Giovanna I hung in I could not hang in with this book this book could not hang like uh, no so then I read Finding Audrey by Sophie Kinsella. If you have not read this book, you should read this book. It is so, like, I guess charming is the best word to use mm-hmm. to describe it. I really like Sophie Kinsella's writing. It, I think it's one of her only YA books. She mostly does, like, the Shopaholic series and adult fiction. Um, but it's basically about a girl named Audrey who has kind of had this trauma happen with bullying at school and she withdraws into herself and gets anxiety and depression and she's kind of locked into her house and it's about her dealing with her crippling anxiety with her family and kind of falling in love at the same time but it's hilarious like her family is this crazy British family they're so funny her mom is nuts and like thinks everything from the Daily Mail is true it's (laughs) it's the funniest thing ever so like you just want to, like, hug her because her family is so crazy, but so low. It's just so good. So I read that, and I just started I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, and I'm about three chapters in, and so far, so good. I've read um, another book by her that I really loved, so I think it's going to be Winner, Winner, Chicken Dinner. Mm, very nice. Gosh, you're, I'm, I'm behind. I need, to, I need to start reading more things. 
I, I need to start listening to audiobooks instead of just podcasts when I'm driving mm. all the time. Maybe that'll yeah. make me feel more well-read, even if I'm not reading. Um, I mean, the only reason I get to read this much is because the kid I nanny sleeps so much. God, <laughs> that's that literally beautiful. the only reason. Oh, but just beautiful. I'm running out of books, so that's actually kind of problematic. Well, Powell's is right there, so I, I feel know, but no I can't spend more money. Look at my $100 highlights, Julia. Really, I can't. Oh. I can't afford books anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> or food. Hard or life. <laughs> Just as highlights. long as you have the highlights. Oh, God, I'm so vain. Anyways. Thanks for listening to Wine and Sentences. You can find me, Julia, at Nonconformist all across the internet. That's N-O-U-N conformist Instagram Twitter.com. Taylor is at TaylorYoung91 wherever you find your social media. And of course, our podcast is at those wine chicks all across the interweb. Come say hi. Our website is wineandsentences.com, which you can check out for bonus blog posts, more on what we're drinking, and links to everything we talked about today. Special thanks for royalty-free music and sound. Our theme music is by Ben Sound. We use a soothing chime from Freesound user Zeus, and we fix our fucking foul mouths with a bleep from Freesound user Ermine. Thanks again. Bye.